This is Rock Cape Town's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in today, and we hope this sermon brings life to you. Here's today's message. Amen. We're going to continue our topic today, Strong and Courageous. Strong and Courageous. We know that God always gives us strength and he encourages us with his word because we know that uh, we will face many battles and those battles we will have to win because if we will only trust God and not do our part we will not win the Bible says faith must have works that means you as a child of God you must do your part so we're gonna continue with strong and courageous because we need to be strong. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you need to be strong. Amen. We we need to be strong not only in the ministry, but in everything we do. We need to be strong. If you don't feel like you need the strength, you need the courage, but I tell you that there will be time in your life, the, the day will come when you will need that strength. That's why Today, you need to be ready. The Bible puts it clear that be strong in the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God so that you are able to do what? To stand. When? In the evil day. The evil day comes to all of us. You should be able to stand. In the evil day. Amen. So we here to gather the strength we're here to ask the Lord to strengthen us with his word, to strengthen us. You know, when we receive the word of God, you might receive the word today, and you might feel like you don't need this word, but we know that in the future, you will need that word. In the future, you might need the very same word, because the word of God is like a seed in us that comes. And if we receive the word of God, if we prepare our hearts for that word of God, we are able to stand when some days come. I'm not talking about memorizing verses. I'm talking about the word of God that you will believe, the word of God that will become part of you so that when things come, you are able to remember what God has, has said. If you can just remember, you know, when you go through some difficult times, if you can just remember what God is saying and what God has said, you will be able to stand the evil days. You will be able to stand whatever comes your way. So we need courage. We're going to be looking at a few scriptures today that are talking about the courage. As a matter of fact, I want to just look at a few things that we can do to make sure that when the evil day, when things are not going okay, we are able to stand and we, we, we are able to look at what we are facing and be able to overcome it. So let's quickly read from the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8. It says that the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night. The book of this law, what, what God is telling us, what we read from the Bible, we shall meditate. Just when you read the word of God, you meditate on the word of God. And if we look at the scripture, it was the time when the Israelites were almost there. You know, when you are almost there and things are very difficult before you reach your destination. And God told them that meditate on this. Don't think about other things. Don't meditate on the giants. You know, uh, 40 years back there, 
parents told them that there were giants here. And now they were at that point where the giants and the wall was just here. And now these guys, they needed not to meditate on what they will be facing, but to meditate on his word, to meditate on what God has said to them. So God told Joshua that this must not depart from you. When you speak to your brother, speak the words. When you speak to that person, speak the word. When you speak to that one, speak the word. Let no one speak any other thing here. Let it be the word. That's why he's saying, let it not depart from your mouth. The problem in the Numbers 13, they were talking, everybody was talking about the giants, everybody was talking about the challenges, everybody was talking about them not being able to overcome those giants. So it was just wrong what they were doing because now they were creating an atmosphere of fear, an, an atmosphere where people will be discouraged. So let's create an atmosphere where everybody will be looking into the word of God, where everybody will be trusting God, where everybody will be saying, you know what, if God is with us, who will do better? So having that atmosphere was very important for them in order to cross over. Because remember, if you look into the word of God and trust God and trust him at his word, you will be able to do whatever you need to do because you are trusting God. You will be like David who said, you know what, this guy, yes, he is scary, but you know what, I am going there because I trust God. Whatever situation you will be facing, you said, this situation is so bad, but you know what, I've got the word from God that can change anything, that can change any situation. I, I know in your life you may remember sometimes in your life when you felt that things are so bad and there are doors that are so closed for you. But those doors just opened and you couldn't believe it. It was God. I want you to remember those days in your life. I know that you might be looking at the days that were bad. There are also days when God was so good in your life. And when David was facing Goliath, he didn't look back at the bad days. I can tell you that he had bad days as well. He had things that did not go well in his life. But David chose to look at the things that went well, look at what God did in his life, and he was encouraged to go through and overcome the giant. So it is important that we as a children of God, we sow that seed in our lives, because if you sow the wrong seed, then you will reap the wrong seed. I want us to quickly look as we read the scripture. It says that, um, Meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written. God's law, all that is written according to God's law. And we know that if we look at the word of God, it is good news. It's telling us what God's plan. It's telling us what God wants to do. If we look at the word of God, if we look at the promises of God and meditate on them and make them big in our minds, we'll be able to overcome whatever comes our way. Whatever trend that we are facing, we'll overcome. As long as we do the right thing, sow the right seeds. Each and every one in this place, as I've said before, that we should be speaking the word. When you see one person, when you see one person here, when you see one person in the home cell, you speak the word of God. When you're calling, you speak the word of God. When you're WhatsApping, you're speaking the word of God. You're not encouraging the people. Remember what happened in the Numbers 13, the 10 guys who came from the promised land who came 
with the report and they discouraged everybody with the bad report. We do not want that. Nobody should speak, I mean, give bad report and look at uh, the situation as if we cannot overcome it. We want a situation where people will look at the situation and say, it might be a difficult situation for us, but with God, we will be able to cross over Jordan. So now, here's the thing that I want us to talk about today. It's sowing the seed of success. Remember, if we read the scripture, it says that you will have your way prosperous and successful. How do we attain success? I know that uh, there are people who are successful. There are people who are not successful in doing a certain thing. What's the difference between those people? Most of the time you find that um, it's the mindset, it's the, it's, it's, it's the seed that is in their hearts. Because whatever we have to do, we need to be strong and gather courage and we are able. Because let's remember, God will not cross the river for us. We have to cross that river ourselves. Because we have to go with him. Now it is important that each and every one of us who is so the seed that leads to success, the seed that leads to prosperity. We sow that seed because it begins with that seed. It begins with us sowing that seed. As, it, as the seed grows, we will be better people. Now I want us to quickly go to the book of Luke chapter 6. We're all reading from New King James Version. Chapter 6, verse 45. Now it says, A good man out of a good treasure of his heart brings forth Good. A good man out of his good treasure will bring forth good because it comes from the heart. Everything comes from the heart. Everything comes from our minds, Bazalani. If you've been feeding your mind, if you've been listening, if you've been sowing negativity, you will reap negativity. That one too eventually comes out of your mouth. If you are sowing in your mind negativity, this Bible puts it clear, if we read it, it says that um, for out of the abundance of the heart, what is in your heart? What are you putting in your heart? What is in your heart? Now we know that back in the, in the book of Numbers 13, what was in their heart, what was sown, was very bad. In such a way, everybody rebelled against God. They thought they would not do this. Why? It's because of what was in their heart. Did they try to fight those guys and say, no, we are not able. These guys, they just said, we are not well able to fight those guys. They didn't even try to fight. You know, when you have sown a seed of negativity in your heart, you don't even try. I know some people who were told that, you know what, it's difficult to do such and such, and they just take that word and believe it and not even try. I, I remember, I think it was Friday, I asked one of the child who came to me for consultation. It's a young girl. I asked her, what do you want to do? He said, you know, I wanted to be a doctor. I said, that's all cool. And then, what grade are you doing? She said, I'm doing grade 11. That's standard nine, grade 11. And I asked, what subject are you doing? He said, you know what, I, I'm not doing mathematics and life science. I asked why. He said, when I was in grade standard, I think it's standard six. Somebody told me it's difficult. Did you try it? She did not try it. But that seed was sown in her and she believed it. She didn't even try. How many people here, not even here, but people that we know who never tried to start a business? Why? Because somebody told them it cannot be done. 
is difficult. That seed was sown in their hearts, and they believed it. And they are living now as a, as a result of that seed. All of us here, let's understand that we are where we are because of what we've sown in our heart and we believe. What will eventually help us is when we begin to reject the bad seed and begin to receive that good seed in our hearts and things will be better for us. Now, if we read here, God is saying to Joshua and the Israelites that please remember what I've told you. Think about what I've told you. Think about it. How many of you think about something today who thought about something, who think about something? All of you have brains here, don't you? You think about something and you think about it all the time. You think about it and think about it. Some, they worry about something. Just think about it. You worry about something. You, you do worry about something. You worry about your pills. You worry about your kids. You worry about that. That's why the Bible says that, please, be anxious for nothing. Try to look into the word of God and replace the word with the word of God, with the faith, believing in God. Because now, the problem is that if you continue to worry about something and worry about it, it becomes a bad seed and you, it limits you on what you do. Because it's the seed that is there. And let's remember, Basarene, that we can only begin to do things once we conceive them in our minds. You cannot just do it in a very spontaneous business and you have not even thought about it and thought about it and meditate on that. Let's understand that if you continue to worry about something, worry about something, you will end up doing nothing. The Israelites were in the same situation. They were worried about the giants. They were worried about the descendant of Anak that, you know what, we are so worried that we cannot cross with rather be here. I want us to look at the few scriptures here, if you will. First of all, this scripture, Luke chapter 6, verse 45, it says that out of the good treasure comes goodness. You cannot, if you are, have been sowing negativity in your heart, you cannot just be positive. Now, if we read, it says, for a good man out of good treasure of his heart brings forth good. Everything comes from the heart. Whatever you say today, it is in your mind. It's been there. You've been sowing that. If you are negative, you've been sowing negativity in you. There's only one way to change that. If you begin to sow something right, begin to remove what is wrong in your heart and begin to sow. Somebody said that whatever you are reaping today, if you do not like it, change what you've been sowing. If you have harvest today that you don't like, how many of you have, who have harvest today? Nobody's harvesting anything here. Yeah. Amen. You are harvesting something, I can tell you. Yeah. Every pot, every day, and because it's because Amen. Now let's quickly look at it. It says that uh, a good man out of good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure. And his heart brings forth evil. If you've been sowing great stuff, it will come out. If you've been sowing bad things, it will come out. We'll, we'll, let's quickly look at the few things that we can do to prevent us from reaping what would harvest that you do not like. Remember the Bible says that you will reap what you sow. 
And um, I must tell you something about your harvest. You cannot pray away the harvest. Amen. You can't pray away that. It's there. It's natural. And God, God's principle is that you reap what you've sown. Now, if we read from the book of um, Galatians chapter 6, it's exactly that. It says, do not deceive yourself. Deceive yourself. You go, you do all the bad things, and then you come here. You want people to lay hands on you. You call on your prayer partners. Partner, can you pray? I'm scared. I can't sleep. What have you been listening to? Amen. I know that some of you here, you watch the horror movie, you watch it, and then now, in the middle of the night, you can't sleep. Because you've been watching the horror movie, and it's coming back to bite you now. You've been watching that. So when you saw something, know that reaping will come. Or when you saw something, know that the harvest will come, and you cannot pray the harvest is yours. The best thing we can do is Begin to sow the right thing. Begin to sow something that you will be glad when it brings forth the fruit. Yeah. Don't sow something and regret after all. Now, Galatians chapter 6, we, we read. Let's, let's read it. Verse 7, it says, Do not be deceived. All of us, it doesn't work that way. You have to put in something. Now, if we read it, say, God is not marked for whatever a man Look at your neighbor, say neighbor, whatever And we cannot, unfortunately, we cannot pray. I, I, I know people are trying all sorts of things. I'm not sure if you guys know in Nanganga. And I say Pumilapa, it Okay, now let's quickly look at the few things. Number one, choose your seat and sow as wide. Choose your seat. You have a choice, eh? All of us here have a choice. If you don't like what they are saying in the radio, what do you do? You don't mourn and you switch off the radio. If you don't like what your friends are saying to you, what do you do? You leave them or you switch them off. You, you cannot say, I did not have a choice. I don't have a choice. If people are coming here and telling you, and telling you that you cannot do mathematics, it's, 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 it's difficult, and they keep fitting. You leave them, you say, you know what? I don't want to listen to you, go away. I don't want to hear what you are saying. Because the problem is that if you keep saying this and keep saying it, and keep saying, I must just believe it. I don't want to reap what you are saying. You tell the person, go away. Go away. Now, if we look here, I'm saying you choose your seed. Choose your seed wisely and choose even the sowers. The sowers, you know. You find the sowers everywhere. Maybe it's the person or sevens and I also look at negative. You know what? Maybe it's a little like a county general office in the end. No problem. Because this person, is always complaining. Eh? You know, if you have people who are always complaining, have people who always see the dark side, they don't see the bright side, they affect you. I can tell you, if you can drive from here to town with somebody who's complaining about the cost going up of everything, who's complaining about the, the fuel that is, is going up as well, you will be very depressed. 
If they tell you, no, that company is retrenching and that company is retrenching, you're not yet retrenched yourself, you are working. But they tell you that company is retrenching and that the economy is not doing well. I remember the economy has not been doing well for quite some time. But I can't say it affected me so bad. But when you listen to somebody, as much as it might not affect you, it will cause anxiety in your heart. You don't want to have anxiety. You want to have the heart that is believing God, that is trusting God. So choose the people who sow in your heart. Let's quickly look at the few scriptures here. So now, the Israelites, I'm not sure if they had a choice. If you look at them, there were two sowers. There was Caleb and Joshua, who were sowing a seed in their lives. And there were the other ten guys who were sowing a different seed. But these guys, they chose to take that seed and not take the other seed. Guess what? Look at what happened with them. They ended up going back to the wilderness and moving around the mountain. Moving around the mountain and moving around the mountain. They wasted 40 years of their lives. I know, I know that you might say, you know, Pastor, it doesn't matter what people say. It matters what people say. It matters. That's why you have to cut other people off your life because what they are sowing is so bad that it will affect you sometimes in your life. Now, Let's quickly go to um, the book of uh, Luke. In fact, it's the same scripture, Luke chapter 6. Let's read from verse 43 and 44. 43 and 44. It says, for a good tree does not bear bad fruit. A good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. So now, you choose, they won't change. That's who they are, unless they decide to change. You just walk away from them. You do not allow them. You know there are some radio stations that when you listen to, you, when you listen to them, you know that uh, something happens in your heart. Then you know what you got to do? I know um, there was this radio station I used to listen to, and... Um, I didn't like what they were saying because they, they were so political and they were favoring the side that I did not like. You know, all of us who have a political view, don't you? And I will be angry every time I listen to these guys. I said, no, this is not good for my health. You know what? I have a choice. I cannot, I cannot change these guys, but I have a choice. Let me not listen to them. And you will be so worked up and so angry. How can they say this? So I decided, you know, I'm not going to listen to them because this is not good for my health. Because I'm always angry when I, I, you know, I listen to them when I go to work. And then plan figure seven is different. You know, people don't, don't know what was happening. Because these guys, and I had a choice to switch off the radio. If there's somebody who's sowing that seed, because they will not change. So the Bible puts it clear that a person who is a bad tree, it's, it's just a bad tree. They won't change. You may try to influence them, but do yourself a favor. L maybe minimize your exposure to them. Minimize your exposure to them. You know, in the medical field, you say that there are things that causes in your body. Perhaps, let's say they cause cancer. For example, if you... Um, if, if you go to hospital, there are things that are radioactive. If you go to the radiology department where they have x-rays and all. You know, 
we tell you that if you do not want to get cancer, what do you do? You minimize your exposure to that radioactive machine or whatever substance. You cannot just go there and say it's not going to affect you. It's going to affect you. You minimize your exposure to that. If you are working in Quebec, there are measures that people will put in place so that you minimize your exposure. You cannot just say, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to listen to this. It's not going to affect. We choose wisely the people that sow in our lives or the seed that we receive. So if already it says, for a man, do not gather figs from thorns. If the tree produces thorns, you cannot just go there and say, I'm, I'm hoping that it will produce it. It's never going to produce it because it thorns them. Nor do they gather grapes from the bramble brush. So you cannot gather good fruit from the bad tree. It's just there. Find the good tree. So we choose the people who sow in, in our hearts. We choose the people who speak to us. There are people who speak. There are things that speak in your life. You choose wisely because you may just believe what people are telling you. I remember uh, when I was um, doing my first year at the university, you know, all of you, you will understand that as, when you get there, it's so difficult. I know when you're doing matric, I, I don't know these days because you guys are exposed. If you grew up in a small town and you are growing up in that small town and you only see university on TV, you will see that, wow, there is green grass and people are holding files and everybody is smiling. And you will say, wow, it's, it's cool to be there. Until you are there, you go to the lecture room. And then these guys, they begin. I remember um, the guy who was teaching us, um, he was an American. And he will come and he will roll and you don't hear anything. You try very hard. What, what's this guy? It was a certain doctor who came to South Africa. And everybody, even the guys who were very good with languages, they were saying, yeah, this guy, no, 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 we can't catch him. He will come and he will say all the things. He will flow. And now you begin to say, well, this picture that I saw on TV is not the same as this one. <laughs> but you know what I like about it is that at home, they believed in me. And when they call me, they don't ask, is it difficult? They say, you know, we know you're doing very well there because Uklava. I said, wow, thanks God that they believe in me. So you work very hard because these guys, even the people from my township, they always thought that the woman to or intelligent. You know, I, I, I love them for that. <laughs> and now, when things are so difficult, when things were so difficult there, I thought, oh, these guys who thought that I am intelligent. <laughs> if I fail here, then we, we have a problem. <laughs> so I might just have to work hard. So the seed that they sowed in me, it was a great seed because I had to work hard and say, oh, it's difficult. You know what? I must work harder because at home, they don't even worry about me. You know, sometimes you worry about your kids. You ask them when they come back, how are you doing? How is mathematics? How is that subject? You do that to your kids, don't you? Are you struggling with something? They didn't even think that I was struggling with things. I was afraid that, you know, if I fail and then I come, and then I tell them that it was difficult, then it will discourage everybody. But the seed that they were sowing, it was a great seed. That's why we, we need to believe in our kids, you know? We believe, we saw that seed, that you know what? You, we know you can, you can do it. Yeah. And they will work harder, work harder. You know, if people don't even believe in you, you will just, it will be expected. 
if it go to a university or if it, it will be expected. That's why you need to have people who sow that great seed in your life. And um, if we have teachers, teachers, they play a very important role in sowing a great seed in people's, in, in our students' lives so that they may pursue life, they may work harder, understanding that, you know, they believe in me. So now here, if we, let's quickly go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 11. 10, verse 11. Go to people who encourages you. Go to people who will speak life. Go to people who will speak faith, not people who will be like those guys in the book of Numbers 13 who are all negative about everything, exaggerating all the problems. The problems are always here, but we are here to overcome the problems. We do not want to discuss problems. Yes, we may acknowledge the problems, but now let's discuss the solution to those problems. Let's come up with a solution to those problems. Now, if we read it, it says that the mouth of the righteous is a wall of life. I want it to get closer. I hope that means in everything, if there is a dead thing, you speak life. If there is a situation, you speak life. If there is a whatever needs life, you speak life. Now, if we read further, it says, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. So, Amalungisa, please, now, sow something good in people's lives. Even if those people are subordinates at work, try to sow something good. Help people to do better. But, in the when I choose the people wisely, choose the sowers wisely. Don't allow Obandu to sow in you free of charge. And then they come, they do put their bed seed free of charge. Swift, check what they are bringing. Don't just take whatever they are bringing. Choose the seed wisely. So, number two, if we Number one, we said you choose the sowers and people who sow. And feed your seed. You feed your seed. You know, if we put the seed, you manage the seed. You give it water. You make sure that seed grows. And as it matures, you will be able to, to, to enjoy the fruit that comes from that seed. We know, uh, if we read from the book of Galatians chapter 3, when Paul went to, Gala, to, to Galati, and he saw a good seed of faith. And suddenly somebody came and they suffocated that seed and put their own thing. No, it does happen here. Yeah? Yeah. Like when we give people a very good seed. They are equal because we come to who suffocated someone. You know, I know Paul here puts it clear that in uh, who comes and remove it and put a pet seat with this by witchcraft. It is a witchcraft. It affects you more than but this affects you. I know that people are worried that you know what? At night I don't want to see bad images and all of those things. You know, you will easily forget about those nightmares, but you will not forget when somebody put a bad seat in your life and it affects you the whole life. That's the real witchcraft. Now, if we read verse 3, it says that 
Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? I mean, think about this guy who wanted, uh, who wanted to, to be something in life, and then they suddenly um, are not reaching their dreams because of somebody who saw a bad seed who bewitched them. I remember um, uh, when I was uh, doing my trick, our principal was not such a, 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 a good guy. He was not really showing a good seat. He was the guy who was always angry. Didn't like anybody. I don't know why he was a principal. He didn't, just didn't like people. And you know what? He, he will come and he will just discourage people. People will come and say, you know, principal, I want to be an architect. And principal said, not you. I know I met one guy, um, he's from Umtata. I, I met one guy who was uh, in one of those schools. He's a security guard. I met him in Mad, somewhere in Kailicha. And I, I know that guy, he wanted to be something in his life. But he, I, I believe that those words, they, in fact, the guy who spoke to his life bewitched him. Think about how many people who have been bewitched. You, start, you say, I'm going to start a business. Even sometimes the parents will do that. They would bewitch the child and say, not you, maybe so and so. You don't have what it takes to do that. And it affects them their whole life. They didn't see things at night. They didn't. It, it wasn't done by somebody who looks like a witch, but it was done by somebody who looked like a good guy. But he discouraged them. The Israelites, you look at the Israelites, they were bewitched. They moved around wilderness for 30, 40 years. They were bewitched. So that's the witchcraft that is so bad. So here you allow the seeds that you are sowing in your heart to grow. That means you listen. You know, I, I, I don't know if you guys still do this. You listen to the word of God. Maybe during the week you give yourself some time. You read the Bible. The reason why we say, let's read the Bible. Let's maybe listen to the message. You can get the message on YouTube. Maybe our messages, you can listen to our senior pastor on YouTube, Pastor Don. You can listen to the good people who will speak to you and, and you feel that you, you can do it. You know, I was talking to my wife, I about Joel Austin. I said, you know, when you listen to that guy, I know there are people who are saying that and that, but when you listen to him, you feel like the seed that you saw, it's a great seed. You feel so encouraged. How many of you have listened to him? I mean, you listen just to a clip, you feel like, you know what, what I'm facing, I, can, I still can stand up and, yeah, so he, he is the guy who saw that seed. So you listen to those things rather than listen to the things, pessimistic people who will tell you all of that, the difficult people, the economists who will be trying to analyze the things for you and, 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 and all of that. Not that we don't need to listen to those people, but the difficulties will always be there. For us to overcome the difficulties in life, we need the courage. And the courage comes from the seed that you are sowing in your heart. It comes from the seed that you are sowing in your heart. Now, if we read, uh, let's quickly finish uh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? So somebody came and said, You know, it happened with Eve at the garden. God told Adam and Eve something. And then suddenly, the devil is still doing the same thing. 
he's still doing the same thing. He deceives us. He comes and you have the word, you receive the word, he comes and he will attack the word. You know, the reason why the devil attacks the word and he attacks what should be changing your thinking, should be changing your mindset, because it matters. In going forward, making decisions, having great things in life, making your life prosperous, the prosperity and success of your life depends on what you receive, on the things that are are said to you, the things that you hear. Those things are very important. If you ought to overcome whatever comes your way, you ought to have made decision in your mind that, you know what, it doesn't matter if they're saying that uh, people are failing in business, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to take that and take it as a gospel truth. I will go and start the business and see if it fails. If it fails, the Israelites should have said to those guys, you know what, Zauzvela will go and see these giants for ourselves. So the words are very important. That's why you let your seed grow. That's why you allow only people who sow good fruit in you, who have good seed. Don't allow people who are negative. If you have a friend who is negative, then even if you like that person, but just get rid of that person. The things, if you listen to things that are not really helping you, reading the newspapers, you feel drained. You feel why they finish drained, man. When you read something, when you listen to somebody, when you listen to the word of God, you, you must be encouraged. You must feel that the weight has been taken off your shoulders, that I want to go and fight, I want to go and overcome because the Bible puts it clear that we are more than conquerors, we as the children of God. And the last thing, you protect your seed, you protect, you protect the seed. Amen. I know you guys, uh, most of you, you grew up in urban areas, you don't know rural areas, you know, we, we, we put the fence around. We put the fence around because and destroy your harvest. You do the same with your mind. You don't just allow everybody, they talk, you say, I'm just going to listen. Amen. So, so you don't have to deal with negativity. You know that people, Amen. There are some that. So, um, let's quickly read from the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, reading from verse 23. Proverbs, it's the scripture that all of us will know. But please, just go to that scripture, meditate. Why Solomon is sitting? Guide or watch over your heart. And in other scripture, or in fact here, he says, with all diligence. 
Funa kugadja unentonga. You know kawugadja sango bayazikomeza sasa sizigreta apho. Sasibetha. You have everything with all diligence. Uba akongomoza ungenapha zidestroy my harvest. So he is saying here watch over your heart with all diligence. That means be, being watchful with everything you have. We say akongomoza velatetenti. Even among my kids akongomoza velatetenti. I know that from our families, there are people who will just come and people, they just say things. I remember even in my family, I will not say a name. There are people who don't want to come to your house because they will come. But you are going And then what do they say? What are they sowing? What are they sowing in my child? You, you, you might, you might say, hey, don't say that, please. Malume or story and so, don't say that to my child. But say, kenilu usowa. Imbeu say again. So when you have to deal with him, it happens that people are like that. Even people outside. People outside. You are outsetted. And you don't like that. You have to fight that person. Why did you have to say that? I know that somebody said, I'm stable. I'm not 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 for years to come. At least if, I, if it's in my power to protect my child, let me do it. Yes, I know that um, the kids will go to school and, and uh, other children are nasty outside there. I have no control over that. Uh, maybe I will deal with that, encouraging my child and removing that seed. But the Bible puts it clear that let's protect our minds. Let's protect even... Our brothers, you as a child of God, you ought to do better. Have better seed. Don't sow the bad seed. That will affect that person. So, Solomon puts it clear that whatever comes here, let's have what we call quality control. You know, if you want to have good product, whatever it's a quality control. Yeah. And then what needs to pass is all what we need. Let's stand as we are closing. Father God, we come to you right now. We pray, Lord, King of Kings, we know you're saying in your word, you are more than conquerors, Lord. We pray, Father God, that you speak to us, Almighty God. Speak to us, Lord. Let your word speak to us, Father God. Help us, Lord, to protect our minds, to protect our hearts, Lord, that we may produce the, de the, the, the desired fruit, Lord, the fruit that we need. We come to you, King of Kings. We know that without you, we are nothing, Lord. I pray, Father God, for the people here in our midst, Lord. There are those people, Lord God Almighty, who are so discouraged and have been killed by the things that has been said to them. Lord, we're coming here just to cancel those words.
just to uproot that bad seed, Lord. Let's uproot that bad seed, Lord. God Almighty, because we know that our success and prosperity depends on what we receive. Right now, Lord, we receive your word. We receive your word as we sing your word is final in us, Lord. Let your word be final in our minds, Almighty God. Whatever has been spoken, Almighty God, we nullify all of that in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been spoken by, the, by our parents, whatever that has been spoken by the people that we do not even know, Lord, we nullify that. You're saying in your word, we are wonderfully and fearfully made, Almighty God. We are made in your image, King of Kings. We receive the word from you, only from you, Lord God Almighty. Not all the opinions that comes from the evil people, all opinions that comes from the evil places, Lord. We stand in this place and make your word, Lord, final. Let it be final. Lord.